This episode of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Don't know about MyBookie? They are redefining the gaming scene for both sports betting and online casino games. Sign up at MyBookie.ag using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to claim a deposit match up to $1,000. That is right, $1,000. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Saturday morning which means we're talking the National Football League Week 7. Max, what is going on? Not much. I'm, I'm looking at the, the games on the board today, and I see a lot of fraudulent teams playing, so I, I can't wait to talk about some frauds. What's going on, Panther? I don't do this often. I think you give, just give me a few seconds here, but I got to rain some praise on the boys, Rich and, and Max. I, I got up even extra early today to to run numbers, write notes, do all this stuff. And, and I've pale in comparison to what they bring to the table with all their stats and notes and everything. A lot of my stuff is off the top of the head. So kudos to, to you boys that just, I mean, I don't know how much time Max puts into this shit, but I put in an hour this morning too and much. The I answer was is too right much time. <laughs> it's uh, it's exhausting. So hopefully I, I can keep up with Max and Rich with what I bring to the table today because, God damn it, they don't bring some some numbers and some effort. And I'm just trying to elevate my game to be one of the crew. You know what I mean? I got you. Well, Rich, hopefully it shows up on the uh, board today. Well, you know, the funny thing is Panther always says he comes in and just lets it rip and just we, we throw out the numbers and he picks the winners. And, you know, a lot of times he does pick the winners yeah. and we spend all that time in there digging through the numbers emailing one another back hey what formula do you think you'd work for this and mm-hmm. then when someone comes in and just picks the winner you're like son of a bitch i'm in fact it's like the kid in school who never studied and got a's and you busted your ass and got a pluses <laughs> but i mean the, the other thing is to, he's looking at our notebooks like he's looking at the notes right before the exam and he just he kind of gets everything but I, I think it's a testament to, and I'm joking with Panther. Panther actually does put in a lot of effort. He does uh, research, and he, he knows his his players, and he knows his stats and stuff like that. But in general, that's what we bring to the show, though, right? We, we try to bring all this information so people, like our listeners, who might not have the time or, or the abilities to run numbers through Excel and so forth, they get some value out of that. So, you know, I know we're just joking about Panther here, but in general, this is this is what we're trying to do. We're, we're trying to make people's lives easier by putting in all this hard work and effort uh, going through multiple sites, multiple, you know, injury reports and so forth to, to bring the most accurate information about sports betting. Uh, for, me, awesome. yeah, for, <laughs> me, for me personally, I was just hoping to get a couple other people on here so to elevate my game so I could make more money at the sports books. I don't it really is care. True. I don't it care really about you listeners. True. You can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there we go. Got that out of the way. My master plan has been revealed. Let's pull up this board and let's get this going. We've got the Cleveland Browns going to the Cincinnati Bungles. Cleveland opened up minus three and a half. They are three currently, looks like, at almost every book. Man, I mean, the Browns are the proverbial cold swimming pool for their fan base. Uh, Once they start looking like a team that can compete, they just remind you that they're the fucking Browns. Uh, They're going to play a Bengals team, though, that is nowhere as good as their other divisional rivals, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens, who just absolutely shellacked the Browns this season. But it's still a team to look out for. Joe Burrow, I will say it, already is the better quarterback than Baker Mayfield by far. And I I think that's just such an easy statement for me to make. And if he had as much talent as Baker has around him, I I don't see any way that the Bengals would be losing that game. The problem is he doesn't have that talent around him. And it's even thinner this week, especially with the Joe Mixon injury uh, that, that just happened. So... Uh, I think Cleveland's defense should do a better job against Cincinnati's O-line. Uh, did not do so well against the Steelers. <laughs> uh, the money is slightly on the Bengals here, but I still think the Browns pull this one out in a close one. Uh, it's probably it's probably right there at the three, something like that. So I, I'll lean the Browns. I do think they win this one. This is, you know, this is actually kind of hard because the Bengals' biggest obstacle is the Bengals 
It, it, it's between their ears. This is a team that just needs to learn how to win. They need to learn how to finish games. It is not out of the question that this team actually should be four and two. They have been in Baltimore Ravens game aside. They've been in every single game they've played. They should have beaten the Colts. They should have beaten the Eagles. They probably should have beaten Cleveland. As as Max mentioned, Joe Burrow is the better quarterback when it compared to Baker Mayfield. Um, this is a team that just cannot finish games, and they need to finish this game today. Um, Baker, you know, two weeks ago I was like, okay, maybe Cleveland's okay with Baker Mayfield, and then last week showed up. It's like I I don't know what to do with this guy. Um, maybe the Pittsburgh game was a was just a buzzsaw and an outlier. We can dismiss it, but. I don't know. They're beating bad teams. They beat Washington. They beat Dallas. They beat Cincinnati. And they beat, you know, I'm not even sure if the Colts are even considered a good team now. But they've gotten absolutely hammered by Pittsburgh and Baltimore. So they get a little bit of reprieve here. The Bengals aren't Pittsburgh or Baltimore. But, um, man, I think this game is a little closer than maybe some people would expect. I'm going to lean Cleveland here because Cincinnati hasn't learned how to win. But, man, I'm telling you, they learn how to win. This this team's got a future. But styles make fights. You know, we'll see that today in UFC. And I think we'll see this in this game. And part of the style for Cincinnati has been taken off the board with Joe Mixon. They already were one of the lower-end rushing teams, and now they're going up against one of the top rushing defenses. Giovanni Bernard is a, is a solid a kind of backup play you might think about him in fantasy but probably not a guy you want to trot out there between the tackles 20 25 times i think he'll be good for some flare catches for mr burrow on the other side of the ball the cincinnati defense really can't stop the run i expect kareem hunt to have a big day and the and the cleveland defense is one of the better defenses in the league and takeaways whereas Cincinnati is one of the better offenses in giving the ball up. So I think um, Cleveland wins this game. At three, I'm betting Cleveland. At three and a half, I'm leaning Cleveland. And I know a lot of books have it at three, so that's where I'm at. Yeah, not a great payout, minus 120 at the minus three, but I'll still take it. I'm going to bet Cleveland as well. They owe me one. I bet them last uh, week two on Thursday night. Cleveland minus six. They won by five. Motherfuckers, they owe me one. So let's do it. They're, I'm going to get paid this time. Uh, the total in this one is down. Uh, it's 50 and a half from, uh, down from 52. I still have this going under. Mm. Uh, my total is 46. I, I do. Ha- yeah, listen, I have, I have Cleveland winning by four points. I, it's a 25 to 21 point game for me. So that, that's a clear under for me for sure. There you go. Uh, they went for 65 points last time they played. Joe Burrow pretty much had his way with that Cleveland defense. He threw the ball 61 times. Um, I think part of the reason ru- Cleveland's rush defense looks good is because you can throw the ball all over that secondary. They give up almost 300 yards per game on in the air. So I like the Bengals to be able to throw. I think Kareem Hunt will have another big day against that Bengal rush defense. So I think there's a lot of points scored. I'm, I'm going with the over. I'm on the over too. I have them combining for 54. So I'm leaning the over. I'm not betting it. I'm okay. leaning it. Okay. I'm going to take the over here as well. I it, Barely, just barely. If it was at that 52, I'd be on the under with the 50 and a half. I'm going to have to go the over. All right. Next up. This is the, this is the game Rich was excited about. Dallas, Washington. Dallas <laughs> opened up minus two. They're listed at minus one here on SBR. But if you wanted to get the traditional, you know, minus one ten juice, you'd be taking Dallas plus one. I'm just gonna throw this out here. If the Washington football group wins this game, they'll have the same two and five record as the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, if Dallas wins, I think they get a step closer to winning the shit fest that is the NFC East. Uh, on paper, this should be a Dallas win, but I could probably say that about a lot of the games that Dallas played in this season. They just looked absolutely awful in their first game with Andy Dalton at quarterback. I don't think it was all on him, though. Uh, I I think it's going to level off this week. I don't expect Ezekiel Elliott to make as many mistakes and have such an off game. The Cowboys defense, I think, should have an easier task against this Washington team. And, you know, despite the rumors that players have already turned on Mike McCarthy, I do think Dallas rallies, gets a much-needed win today. There's no fucking way I can bet them, but I will lean the Cowboys here. You notice how how the rumors and the, these things happen in losing locker rooms? Like like winning cures all. 
Dallas starts winning. Nobody's going to be talking about Mike McCarthy. But, man, this juggernaut of an offense just absolutely shit the bed last week. Andy Dalton couldn't do anything. Um, and I, I still think even with Andy Dalton, the Cowboys offense is just going to be better than Washington. Let's listen to this. Washington's last five games, they gave up 19 points, or I'm sorry, they scored 19 points, scored 10 points, scored 17 points, scored 20 points, scored 15 points. They can't score. And then as bad as Dallas's defense is, they give up 420 yards a game, 173 on the ground. So Antonio Gibson could have a, a big game, but I just don't know if Washington can score enough points to win this game. Even with Andy Dalton, Dallas will still score in the mid to high 20s. I'm going to – God damn it, I almost said the B. I, I'm betting Dallas. Well, you know, the, the wait staff at the local hamburger place, they'll be talking about Mike McCarthy for sure. The um, I think this is a case where the the Washington team will score, but the Cowboys will score more. At minus at plus one, I'm betting the Cowboys. At pick them, I'm betting the Cowboys. At minus one, I'm leaning the Cowboys. So where the lines are today, I am betting the Cowboys. Okay, yeah, I wasn't going to bet the Cowboys until that article came out that oh the team's turned on Mike McCarthy. The whole thing's in shambles. That to me signals that Dallas is going to turn it around 100 percent this week. They're going to look much better. So get my tinfoil hat out. I'm going to do it. I'm going to bet Dallas. I'll I take him. smoking crack. Come on, Mike. Some people rallying around Mike McCarthy. Stop yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But Stop as soon as, you know, you know, as soon as the media t- touches the team like that, yeah, it, yeah, you got to be on the opposite side. Come on. Except for Bill O'Brien, when yeah. the media started talking about how the lockers turned on Bill O'Brien and they fired his ass. Yeah. Well, that's that's six years versus six games. Like we're, we're not getting Jerry's way too loyal. He's not getting rid of a guy six games into the season, especially with Dak out. This being a road game is actually probably work for the Cowboys. They just need to get out of Arlington, get on the road, get into a hotel and and just I, I think this, this is a Cowboy win. One, one thing, the year they went one and 15, the team they did beat was Washington in Washington. <laughs> They always seem to be able to beat Washington. And, you know, much like horse racing, I think Andy Dalton will be better in his second start off the bench. No, I think he, well, he, yeah, it can't be much worse. All right. Max, the total in this one opened at 47 and a half. It's 44 and a half, maybe 45. Just depends on your book. I do have the over. I have. Uh, there you go. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, so, so here's the thing. I, I, my spreadsheet has Dallas winning by double digits here. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, like my spreadsheet has them winning uh, thirty to twenty. Like I mean, it's 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 a ten point, a ten to eleven point win here. So if you add those up, it does spell an over for me. Well, if the traditional Dallas offense shows up, then you know it should be an over. If they put out a shit show like they did last week, then. Who knows? But um, yeah, this is all about Dallas. Their offense being able to score and their defense letting the potato skin score. So uh, yeah, I think uh, the over is the player. Yeah, I have them winning the Cowboys 31 to 27. So that puts them way, way, way over that number. And even if you discount uh, Andy Dalton a little bit from, and I have, I, they still go way over that 45. So this is what I'm betting. I'm betting the over. I think one of the two teams might be able to score 45 themselves. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure that's uh, that's uh, going to happen. But uh, yeah, I'm going to take the over as well. It's yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty handily over. So it worries me a little bit. If they fuck this up, then it is this time to ban Mike McCarthy from football for a life. <laughs> if you lose to a team with no name, you probably should be on the chopping block. Yeah, no, yeah, you should just be banned forever. Detroit, Atlanta next up. Uh, Atlanta opened up minus three. They are everyone's favorite, minus two and a half. Uh, Falcons got their first win last week. It uh, could be easy to give credit to Raheem Morris and that post-coach bump. But remember, this was a team that got their best wide receiver back when Julio Jones returned from injury, and they also had the pleasure of playing Mr. Kirk Cousins. So that's that's always a, a good chance for you to get a win. Uh, I'm not too excited about Atlanta's ability to continue to win games, but man, you know, I cannot trust Detroit. I know their offense is looking good. I know they've won two or three games, but I mean, they pulled the same shit last year where they 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 pulled on the strings of my hope for way too long. I bet on them and then they shit the bed. So my numbers do say to take them, but I'm just not quite there on the trust factor. So I will lean the Detroit Lions. 
this is a game of Atlanta. Uh, they're, they're much like Dallas. Can Atlanta's offense outscore Atlanta's defense? Because Atlanta's defense has given up 442 yards and 30 points per game. 345 of those yards are in the air. So Stafford could actually have like a, a Hall of Fame day throwing the ball today to Kenny Galladay and the boys. Um, but that Falcon offense is, is rejuvenated. Detroit quarterback uh, Desmond Trufant is out. So that makes that secondary a little bit uh, weaker. Um, and, and look, we go back to the, the coaching thing that we talked about a couple weeks ago. But big question here, how many wins does Patricia need to save his job? Like, this is a must-win for Matt Patricia and Detroit for a team that is talking about, you know, Atlanta's talking about possibly trading Julio Jones and basically punting this season uh, to get draft picks for next year. So this is a must-win for Detroit, and I really don't think they get it. I'm going to lean the Falcons here. I think Detroit's going to win this game outright. Uh, when you look at their losses, they lost to Green Bay. Green Bay's got one loss on the year. They lost to Chicago. Chicago's got one loss on the year. They lost to New Orleans. New Orleans, I think, has one loss on the year, maybe two. So they've only lost to really you know top-tier teams. I don't think Atlanta, by any definition, is a top-tier team. I think Detroit's kind of turned the corner. They got some time off. They came back. They played well. And I expect they're going to continue to play well. That Atlanta air defense, as you mentioned, Panther, is absolutely awful. And now DeAndre Swift looks like the running back that they drafted. So they should be um, pretty much in sync on the Detroit side of the offense against a really bad Atlanta defense. I'm going to money line the Detroit Lions. Oh, wow. Let's see. You're not going to get too much, are you? see i can look it up real quick max what's the public on the money doing because i'm looking at this line where's the public sighting uh, public's 50 50 50 50 what about the cash the, uh, the sharps are slightly on atlanta yeah because it's kind of dipping around so maybe wonder you're getting plus 123 on the money line oh boy here we go i'm gonna bet detroit plus the points i don't have them winning outright but i don't have the falcons winning by more than one so that's, I have them exactly at one. Yeah. I have the Falcons winning exactly by one. You know? I think that's right. And you know, I'll, yeah, I'll do it. Matt Patricia, he'll, he'll let me down. I know it, but I need something to cover that Dallas loss. Um, 56 and a half is where it opened. It's 55 now. Yeah. I, I got this as a slight under, mm. um, as I mentioned, I, I got, I got Atlanta winning 27 to 26. <clears throat> so, I mean, it's, it's, it's slight under, it's a couple points under for me. Yeah, this is going to be about both defenses um, being able to make just can you make them punt like once or twice? Um, yeah, I I had this written down. I wouldn't be surprised if it went over, but I'm or under, but I have it leaning out just slightly over. I have it over. I think they're going to combine for a lot of points. I have the Detroit Lions winning uh, thirty to twenty nine. So. Uh, and you don't have to worry about Matt Patricia letting you down. I won't let you down. So you can money line the, the, the Lions, too, if you want, Arch. There you go. Are you leaning the over or are you betting the over? I'm just going to lean the over oh. here. I'm not betting the over. Okay. It doesn't, okay. It doesn't cl- clear my threshold. <laughs> I'm going to lean the over here as well. I like it. I think they're just going to put up some, some serious points here. And, yeah. Carolina, New Orleans next up. Saints opened up uh, minus seven and a half, and they're minus seven at most books now. Yeah, uh, New Orleans got hit with the uh, COVID-19 bug. They're now down both their primary wide receivers, Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, both out. That leaves Drew Brees to throw to who the fuck knows. It's going to be the Alvin Kamara show, Uh, and he's probably salivating to play against this Carolina defense. Panthers allow 4.9 yards per carry. They've given up nine rushing TDs. Uh, it's close to the bottom of the barrel in the league in rush defense. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater knows his opponent pretty well. It's a divisional game, so I like that. I, I like a divisional team that, that's getting this many points. You know, I faded the Panthers last week, and I was right about that, but I'm back on their bandwagon today. I'm going to bet Carolina with those points. Yeah, this is going to be interesting because one of the things we kept, we've consistently talked about is Drew Brees mentally. How is he? Uh, is he even going to play? Like, does he want to be there? You know. Um, and now it was always the Michael Top. Now you lose Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, Alvin Kamara. I'm not sure what the price is on on fantasy, but you might just pay it. 
because the dude's just going to touch the ball probably 75% of the time today. Um, and that, that puts a lot of pressure on Breeze, Kamara, and that entire offense to get their average of 30 points per game because their defense is just bad. I mean, they, they've given up 30 points um, like four times this year. <laughs> and they're, they're, they're just – I mean, they're just a sieve. I don't know how they're going to continue to win games like this. Carolina can score, but I don't know if they can score enough to win. But that defense being as bad as it is for the Saints, I think Carolina can score enough to keep it close within a touchdown. So I'm going to lean the Panthers. I think losing Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders when he was just starting to build some rapport with Emmanuel Sanders is a is a big loss. Traquan Smith is probably going to fill that role. Uh, Cook at the tight end is going to probably be more involved. But you guys are right. Poor Alvin Kamara is going to run until his legs fall off. I'm going to lean Carolina. Um, is I think they'll keep the game close, but I am a little bit worried that New Orleans, with some time off, will have a you know have a plan for him. Yeah, it's a lean for me on Carolina, too. I think Max is right. They're going to run the ball. New Orleans is like 50 times, and, you know, they'll probably win by a touchdown. You know, So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to lean Carolina here. Don't have a, don't have a good feel for this one. Uh, the total opened at 51. It's 50. Um, it's, uh, I guess I got a slight over here. I, I have New Orleans winning this one 28 to 23. So I, I I do have this going slight over. Yeah, New Orleans is actually, I mean, they've scored 30 points their last three games. So, they, I mean, I, their ability to score isn't in question. Uh, like I said, their defense has been pretty bad. Carolina scored 30 points twice in their six games. So they, they can put up some points. I think this is an overplay. So I'm leaning the over. It is an overplay. I have them going considerably over, meeting my threshold, so I'm going to bet the over here. Oh, over bet. I'm going to lean the over here. Yeah. It's close. It's just ever so slightly over that 50-point mark. Whew. It's going to be a nail-biter, Rich. All right. Buffalo, New York Jets next up. The Bills open up minus 12 and a half. They're minus 11 now. Bet 365 has got them all the way down to 10. Jeez. Jeez, um, that's enough to scare you off. Uh, the Josh Allen hype has definitely cooled off the past few weeks, but I think now is the time for it to rise back up. Uh, Buffalo just has a chance, I feel, to get an easy win against a very terrible Jets team. They do just have to hope that they don't take the Jets too lightly. Um, they are a team devoid of talent on the field and in the head coaching position. They're a team in turmoil. Uh, they seemingly are in tank mode. But the Bills still just, they just need to not take the foot off the pedal here. Uh, they did lose to the Titans and the Chiefs in the past few weeks, so I can't hardly fault them for that. Two really good teams. Uh, but it also means that the Bills aren't an upper echelon AFC, you know, AFC team, right? If they, if, they, if they struggled against the Titans and the Chiefs, that means that they're good, but they're not great. And good teams can be upset. Um, that defense has holes in it. Thankfully for them, I don't think the Jets have any personnel that can exploit that. I have the Bills winning by 16 here. I could see them beating the hell out of the Jets just to prove a point, flex their muscles. But it's too rich for my blood, and that line movement is scaring me. So I, I I will only lean Buffalo. I think part of the reason of the line movement is that defense is really banged up. Uh, Josh Norman is listed as out. Tyrell Dobson, the linebackers, listed as out. Um, Milano is questionable. Cam Lewis, the cornerback, is questionable. Um, so that the Buffalo's defense is is hurting, but they couldn't come at a better time because let's be honest, this is a bye week. The Jets suck. Like the, the Jets suck so bad. I, you know, my college show, I talk about the Jayhawks. The Jayhawks could probably beat the Jets. They're so bad. If you take away that Thursday night Denver game, they're averaging nine points per game. They've scored 30 points in the last four games, taking away that Denver game. Total, combined. Like, this team cannot move the ball. They can't score. They've got one of the most inept offenses I've ever seen for an NFL team. Um, Buffalo, Max kind of mentioned it. You're kind of starting to wonder if they're frauds. They've gotten whacked the last two weeks against really two 
Super Bowl contenders, and they've beaten up on some some nobodies, and they probably should even lost that Rams game. So there are questions about Buffalo, but they're beating up on bad teams. The Jets doesn't get much worse than the Jets, so I'm betting this game. Bet the Jets, got you. Yeah, no, not the Jets. (laughs) You're not going to take the Jets. I feel like you're going to cry at the hook. The um, when they met to start the season, Buffalo won by ten. And I have a funny feeling that that hook is going to play a big part in this game once again. I'm just going to lean Buffalo. Um, I'm scared of that hook completely. All right. Uh, I'm going to lean Buffalo here, too. This 11 line just seems like too many points. Yeah. I think Buffalo covers. Like, Make no mistake. The projections show Buffalo wins. I've got even worse than max. This is like three touchdowns. Just doesn't feel right. So just a lean for me, but I wouldn't be mad if anybody took the square sucker road favorite play <laughs> divisional rival. Um, the uh, t- total is 46. Yeah, it's 46 in most every book. Yeah, as I mentioned, it's, uh, I got this at about 15, 16 point game. Uh, Buffalo winning 28 to 12. Um, add, add, adding that up. And that seems like an underplay to me that that comes in about 40, 41. Yeah, I don't think Buffalo. The Jets' defense is really isn't terrible. They just they get dealt such bad hands with um, short fields, turnovers by their offense, and uh, their defense really isn't that bad. So Buffalo will probably get in the mid to maybe even high twenties, but the Jets probably won't get much over ten. So uh, it's an underplay for me. I can see a rewind of the first game of the season when Buffalo won twenty-seven seventeen. That puts them at forty-four. I'm leaning under as well. Yeah, it's an underplay for me, or under lean, I should say. By the skin of my teeth, I got this coming under by a tenth of a point, or right about there. Ooh. Yeah, under. All right, next up, we've got Green Bay Packers. They're going to Houston. Green Bay is now, let's call minus three and a half on the road. Man, this 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 is this is setting up great because right after this game we got to do the word from our sponsors, so it's going to be a nice lead in. <laughs> talking talking about my favorite team here, um, you know, this this uh this, this Packers team, man. Um, I Aaron Rodgers had possibly, I won't say his worst game ever, but maybe his second worst game ever last week, and it's hard for me to believe that he's going to have two terrible games in a row. And for the sake of my fantasy team, I hope that is a true statement. Tampa's be, uh, Tampa Bay's defense just put so much pressure on him every single play. They sacked him four times. They forced multiple interceptions. Houston's defense has gotten one interception all year. That ties him for last in the league. I know their offense has been humming. I expect Deshaun Watson to have another big game. But I think that defense can be beaten up. So... Once again, I hate backing a road favorite, especially the same road favorite that burned me last week in the same situation. But I'm giving the frauds one more chance. I will bet the Packers to win this shootout. And God, I hate that hook. I hate that hook so much. Yeah, shootout is probably the word. I hope I get this game because this is this is very watchable. Uh, Green Bay's defense has given up 30 points or more three times. Houston's defense has given up 30 points or more four times. Uh, they give up over 800 yards of offense. Um, th- it's just going to be an absolute up and down. The punters probably don't even have to travel or you know, show up. It's, it should be just an absolute shootout. Um, Green Bay's defense is also banged up, I think, physically and mentally. Uh, you know, th- it's bad enough that Aaron Rodgers had that bad game, but Tom Brady and, and crew just absolutely dissected that Green Bay defense. So I expect them to focus on that area and, and rebound a little bit. It's going to be hard because Deshaun Watson, you know, Will Fuller, when he's healthy, is pretty elite. Brandon Cooks has had great last couple weeks. Um, so they, I really expect this thing to come, come down to the wire I'm with Max. I hate that hook. I hate it so much. Uh, so I can only lean the Packers here. I think there's some lopsided stuff on this. I think Green Bay's offense has a lopsided advantage over the Houston defense. And on the other side of the ball, Green Bay's defense has been susceptible. But 
Houston can't run the ball. And because they can't run the ball, that'll allow the defensive coordinator to really kind of focus on trying to slow down the passing game. And if you can make an NFL team one-dimensional, and I know pretty much they've been one-dimensional all year, it makes it pretty hard for them. I think they'll find a way to keep Deshaun Watson in check at least enough that they can cover the three and a half. So I'm going to bet the frauds. Yeah, you know, my numbers say to do the same thing, bet the frauds. I'm going to do it. I'm going to bet the frauds. Yeah, fuck. Oh, man. I feel I feel sick. I feel sick taking mm-hmm. them. You bet the frauds and you took Mike McCarthy in the same week? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? Just fucking just yeah. put a fucking... Are you rewinding like six years? Yeah, just apparently so. I've forgotten everything I've learned. <laughs> Total in this one is 57, up from 56. All right. So for the sake of your spreadsheet, I will say a slight under, but I, because I, I technically have this at 56.92. Yeah. <laughs> so I will say a slight Whoa. under. It rounds up to 57. Um, yeah, I, I have uh, 36.21 is the score I have. I have Green Bay running away with this one. I really do. Um, I, I do think some points are going to be scored. So. <sighs> That's a high over, though. That that is that's that's an ask. It may get done, but put me in as a slight under. Slight under. You should, I could put Max's dumb push in there if you want me to. Yeah, you could put Max's dumb push and break your spreadsheet. Like yeah. when we're breaks your uh, spreadsheet. Put him put him in as a dumb push. Because <laughs> we might go French kiss of dumb push. Yeah, yeah, we might get a, <laughs> no, Panther's going over on this one. He's got to. Oh, they like I said, they played uh, combined eleven times that they played and seven of those games, the defenses have given up 30 or more points. I need this to go over. I got Aaron Rodgers, Will Fuller and Brandon cooks on my fantasy team. This has to go over, right? 10, seven. That's the score. <laughs> for, for fantasy yeah, team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm uh, I kind of tip my hand a little bit there. I'd be a bad poker player in this one. It's a dumb push for me. Dumb push. All right. So Rich is starting the week. Oh, and one totals um yeah i've got this going under too just barely skinning your teeth under but it does go under so there it is it's not the full square sucker play for me we gotta keep the lights on around here we gotta talk about mybookie.ag mybookie provides a unique personalized and stress-free gaming experience for sports bettors head over to mybookie.ag sign up now using the promo code absolute degen so you can claim a deposit match up to a thousand dollars if you want to back the green bay frauds like we are take a square sucker play like the bills or take a leap of faith with Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys. God, what are you doing, Arch? Uh, you can lose. And my bookies deposit match will give you a mulligan on those. So head over mybookie.ag promo code absolute DGEN. And now, Arch, we can go back to our regularly scheduled degeneracy. That's right. That's right. And, you know, my bookie's got Green Bay minus the four. So you can get kicked in the dick even harder. Ooh. All right, so we're going in order of the board, not chronologically. But we've got Seattle and Arizona up next. This is the Sunday night game. Got pushed to the Sunday night game. Yeah, I got pushed to the Sunday night game. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. It was originally supposed to be the uh, uh, Vegas uh, Tampa Bay game. Well, yeah, we'll figure out what happened there. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting the COVID test started coming in, and they they know that this is, that that Vegas game is going to get pushed to Tuesday. I, th- I think they're covering their asses. Gotcha. All right. Well, Seattle, Arizona. So it was afternoon. It is evening now. It's on the board right here. Seattle opened up minus three and a half. They are minus three and a half. Uh, two of us on the show have called the Seattle Seahawks frauds. And the reason for that is because Seattle has lucked into quite a few of their five wins. Their average margin of victory is less than seven points, meaning they're winning a lot of close games. That's going to catch up with you eventually. Uh, Russell Wilson's heroics cannot be the game plan. You can't just like write down, oh, Russell Wilson's going to win the game for us. You can't just do that. You have to be able to make plays on defense, especially against a dynamic team. A dem- dynamic player like Kyler Murray, who, much like Wilson, can flip that switch. He can go into this crazy Madden mode and just pick up a team and, and win a game. Uh, I see the Cardinals just absolutely shredding the Seattle defense here. But somehow the Seahawks are going to luck into another win. And the Sharps are seeing it too. I'm begrudgingly going to lean the Seattle frauds. You know, this is one of those games where I can actually just recite stats. Stats don't lie, right? Seattle's defense gives up 477 yards per game. Arizona's going to score. Seattle scores over 30 points per game. They've scored over 34 their last five games. The only one they didn't was that game against the Vikings last week. Or actually, I guess it was two weeks ago. Um, Their defense has given up 30 points only twice. So as, as bad as the defense is of giving up the yardage, they've actually kept their opponents under 30 uh, three other times. And Seattle games have been decided by less than five points, or less than the five points one time, just once, last week. So they're winning, and they're, I don't know if they're necessarily covering because those lines fluctuate, but at three and a half, I think they covered this one. So I'm going to bet the Seahawks. If you look at the uh, math, Pythagorean win totals, Arizona should have 4.3 wins, and the folks from Seattle should have 3.2. So according to that, Arizona's the better team. I think Arizona might lose this game, but I suspect they're going to cover. I'm going to lean Arizona. Yeah, I'm leaning Arizona here too. What's the Pythagorean win total for coaches that just give the game away to Seattle? It's happened a few times. Belichick did it. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably around – Three. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lean for me because I do have one of my um, projections does have Seattle, you know, just barely covering that three and a half, but I, it's, I'm going to lean Arizona here. Uh, the total in this one, Max, is 55 down from 56. Uh, I do have this going over. Um, so I have uh, Seattle winning this one uh, 35 to 29. So that, that should be a pretty good overplay for me. Um, yeah, I didn't have to everything I just recited. I, how can I possibly go under? Um, also want to throw out real quick, Arizona, there's some defensive players want to keep in mind on, uh, Marcus Golden's already listed out and they got four other players, uh, including Drake or Patrick listed as questionable. So Arizona's defense is pretty banged up. Um, so Seattle's going to score a lot of points. Arizona's going to score a lot of points. This should be an overplay. I have the game at 29 to 26. You know what that adds up to? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Another dumb push. Yeah, I have it slightly going over. Just just barely. Uh, at 55? Or no, excuse me, at 56, it would have been an arch dumb push. But at 56, I can... Yeah, I'm going to go... I think it's going to go slightly. All right, next up, we got San Francisco, New England. Uh, Hats open up minus 3.5 at home. They're minus 2.5 now. Uh, 49ers bounced back from that humiliating loss a couple weeks ago to the Dolphins. They stomped the Rams. And now they're going to head back on the road to Foxborough 
sitting on a Patriots team that was just shocked at home last week against a subpar Broncos team. Can the Patriots actually lose two games in a row at home? Uh, I mean, I would like to think better of Bill and crew, but it's not looking good. Uh, Cam Newton's going to be facing an even better defense than he did last week. They're also going to face a team that can put up points. Um, I mean, the hoodie does know a thing or two about his opposing quarterback and possibly could exploit him the, the same way that Brian Flores did. But I mean, Cam, Cam's got to have a better game. I think he should have a better game, but he's got to have a better game for New England just to keep up in this one. Um, I do think the Patriots score more than 12 points here, not like last week. Hmm. But I like the Niners, man. I like them to possibly win this game on the road. Uh, I'm not going to money line it. I'll take those points, but I'm, I'm definitely going to bet San Francisco. New England's lost three of their last four, and they've only scored 22 points in, in their last two games combined. Um, th- th- this is not a team. I think we've kind of touched on it jokingly, but maybe it was Brady and not the hoodie. Um, they better dig deep and find something that's going to work because I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball against that Niner defense. They only give up 108 yards on the ground. Um, so I, look, Cam Newton's going to have to do something, probably have a James White sighting. Uh, he'll probably catch some balls on the backfield. Uh, this is San Francisco's like first, we'll call it real road game because the Jets and the Giants, I don't know how much I'm giving them for that. Uh, but man, they've gotten dealt a, a shit schedule because all of their road games have been cross country. They're going to go to East coast, all of their road games so far. Um, but they fared well. I think they travel well. And I'll do what Max wasn't going to do. I am going to money line these 49ers. I think they do win this game outright. Money lining against the hoodie on the road. That's that's probably not a bad idea. When you figure that New England can't pass, they're the 26th ranked passing offense, and you got the fifth best passing defense. So that's going to kind of make they, things difficult for Cam Newton. Now that, that they haven't already been difficult. And that run defense, as you as you mentioned, is going up against the number two run offense. I think they're going to stymie the run offense for New England as well. On the other side of the ball, though, the New England defense is pretty solid and the San Francisco offense is pretty eh. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm not going to money line them, but I'm going to lean the 49ers. Just a lean? Just a lean. They don't they don't they don't clear my threshold. It's yeah, they do slightly for me. And it feels weird. It feels so weird. I'm actually gonna bet a team against the hoodie. The fa- the the road team against the hoodie. This feels so strange. But yeah, I'm gonna bet San Francisco plus the two and a half. Max, where's the money coming in? This one's kind of ping ponging all over the place. Yeah, let me check this out. Because I want to know. It's, yeah, because it, it dropped down to like one and a half and then it started to rebound. Yeah. Um let's see. Uh looks like the sharps are on New England, but it's slight. Mm. It's it's this is honestly like public and money is pretty much fifty fifty. There's nothing going on uh there. Okay. Well we're hoping on the right side of this two and a half trap. Uh, <laughs> total in this one is uh forty five no forty four and a half. That's what the majority has it. I'm not going to give you the dumb push. I'm going to I'm going to go a slight under. I have this exactly at 44. Uh, this is a, like a 24, 20 game. So um, I do have San Francisco winning outright. Uh, 44 is mine, but it's I guess I'm close to a dumb push. <laughs> it's hard to do a dumb push when you get the half. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, that's about exactly where I had it. Is like 24 to 20. I'm not even sure if it gets there. But I wouldn't be surprised. If it's more like a 21 to 17 game. Or, but uh, yeah, it, it pains me to say in a offensive genre of NFL football we have right now, this isn't one of them. Uh, this is an underplay. You have two of the lower scoring offenses against two of the better team defenses in terms of limiting points. I think the game is going to go under. It's just not going to go under enough for me to bet it, but I think when it's all said and done, it could be considerably under wow. uh, the total. Wow. I'm, I'm going to go over here. I think it's we're going to see some little spark from New, New England that we weren't expecting, and it's going to be a shootout. <laughs> it's going to go over. All right. Kansas City is going to Denver on a short week. It's got Chiefs open up minus nine. They're minus seven and a half now. Must be jumping for joy in that. 
Brian Arch heading to Denver short week. Uh, <laughs> Drew Locke came back last week from injury, uh, went on the road to Foxborough, came out with the win. Now he gets to uh, head home, host that division rival, a, d- a division rival that has had trouble playing in Denver over the years. But I don't think altitude is going to impact Mr. Mahomes too much here. Uh, and if you peel back the onion that was that Denver win last week, Drew Locke was 10 of 24 for 189 yards and two interceptions. They, ki- they kicked all field goals. That's how they won. They scored 18 points of field goals. Uh, Drew Locke it looked like Tim Tebow out there at times. I mean, uh, and not Tim Tebow in the fourth quarter. So he's got he's to gotta play a better game. And even if he plays his best game, I don't know if that's enough to keep up with the Chiefs here. Uh, I have the Chiefs winning this one. I have them covering. But again, divisional game, short week, on the road. All of these things are just making me lean Kansas City. But really, there's they should win this one by a lot. Yeah, pin him down. You have it like a blowout, right? Just a blowout. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes. You know, when you talk about Kansas City at Denver, the, the first reaction should be blowout. But when you dig a little deeper, you find out that, I mean, the Chiefs' defense is actually pretty good. When you take away that Vegas game that turned into a shootout and Spagnola didn't want to put his safeties back there in center field where they're supposed to be, Kansas City's only giving up 17 points per game. Um, I would look for Denver to run the ball here. I think everybody's strategy just seems to be let's try and run the ball and control the clock so we can keep Mahomes and crew off the field. Problems is once Mahomes and crew get on the field, they score. I mean, they're, they're not getting a lot of drives because of that strategy, but that's why they're scoring is down is because they're not getting a lot of drives, but they're still scoring. They're still scoring 26, 34. Um, that the defense is doing its job. But the thing about Denver is that they're in these games, right? They lost to Tennessee by two. They lost to Pittsburgh by five. They beat New England. Um, and then they always give the Chiefs a rough time at mile high. I'm going to have to lean the Broncos with those Lean points. the Broncos. And, and, and Panther, Panther yeah. yeah, you get some audio issues. You might want to uh, try to reconnect or something like that. Uh, yes. Yeah. Panther from Indiana is driving through a tunnel right now <laughs> and talking on a can. Yeah. Well, Richard, you've got Rich- the chiefs in a blowout on your spreadsheet too, right? Yeah, this is going to be a blowout. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to, I don't run away from my work uh, there, Max. <laughs> the, uh, the, okay, bully. All right. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. I'm trying to help you out, man. You guys push me a little bit of peer pressure. They've always turned into W's for me. So you got Kansas City's offense, which is one of the top offenses in the league. You don't need to talk about that. Denver doesn't create turnovers. So Kansas City should be able to do whatever they want on offense. And on the other side of the ball, you have one of the best defenses in the AFC, which is apparently the only place you can find a good defense against one of the worst offenses in all of football. Matchups make fights. And everywhere you look, Kansas City owns the matchup. They're going to win this game by more than seven and a half. I'm betting Kansas City. Mm. Kansas City's offense better than Tennessee? Mm-hmm. Is whose offense better than Tennessee? Kansas City. Is their offense better than Tennessee? Uh, it, it, it probably is, I would say, overall. I mean, Tennessee's this year has been really dominant on offense. So I would say it's probably slightly better just because I'll take Mahomes over Tannehill. And, you know, when you're going to bet, you look at quarterbacks is a key in the NFL. So I, I would give the edge slightly to Kansas city yeah. right now. I definitely give their defense a big edge over Tennessee's defense. That's true. I'm going to run screaming from my work, rich. I'm going to run away from it. I'm going to lean Kansas city, but I, yeah, it's, it's close to like 21 points. Kansas city wins. It's ridiculous. I, and you I, don't trust it. No, I don't really trust it because I know Andy Reid. He doesn't, you know. <laughs> well, what if, if you're only half right? What if they only win by eleven? Yeah. Well, there you go. Now I'm going to lean Kansas City because my fear is Denver might trot out a game plan similar to Buffalo, and that you know really just you know rush three, play play a zone the whole time, and Kansas City's like, well, okay, we got to run four hundred times and we'll win by six. I hope so. I hope so. I hope that happens. I've got. Clyde Edwards Hilaire on my team, and there's still no Levy on Bell. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think I padded enough time there. Uh, <laughs> the total is 45, no, 44 and a half down from 48 and a half. Uh, I have it over. I have this at 49. So I do okay. think this is going to go over. Yeah. 
fallacy here or whatever. I should be looking at the under if I think the Broncos are going to keep it close. But, um, yeah, I, I think if Denver's going to keep it close, they're going to have to score. So I like the over. It's a good thing there's a hook here because otherwise I'd be on dumb push dumb number push three. number three. But I'm going to slightly, ever so slightly lean the over by that hook. Yeah. I am too. I'm going to lean the over. It's it's barely. It's just barely there, but there nonetheless. All right. Next up, we got. Do we want to touch this one? We could touch it, but uh, it's. I mean, we have happen, a line. Right? We have a line. It's probably going to get pushed to Tuesdays. My guess. It keeps going on and off the board. We have a line right now. Let's just do it. All right. If you get a line, and if this game actually goes off, we got Tampa Bay, Las Vegas. The Buccaneers open up minus three. They are minus four now. Yeah, I, you know, as we were talking about, the, the Raiders have a ton of COVID-19 concerns. It's pretty much destroyed their entire offensive line. They could be starting you know, all third-string offensive linemen, which, <laughs> which could mean a very big day for the Tampa Bay defense. Uh, very rough day for Derek Carr. But I, I don't think Tampa should take the Raiders lightly. Uh, Kansas City did that did that a few weeks ago they took the raiders lightly they paid for it i'm definitely not in love with this vegas team but they can do some positive things on the field i have to give them credit uh, they can score uh tampa has looked lazy at times this season uh if they again come into this one thinking that they're going to easily win you know it, it's i'm not going to say it's quite possible there could be an upset here but uh, it could be a closer game than we think uh my, my numbers do say even with those injuries to take the raiders uh but the money's all over Tampa. All that uncertainty, I can't trust it. I'm going to still lean the Raiders. I do think that they can keep this within three points. Uh, should be interesting if that offensive line can't play. Um, Vegas consistently gives up 30 points per game on defense. Their best defensive production was giving up 24. So they're giving up a shit ton of points. Um Big battle, Josh Jacobs versus that Tampa Bay rush D. Tampa Bay is giving up 64 yards per game on the ground, but you just cannot run on this defense. So offensive line's banged up, and uh, Jacobs has to go against that defense. I don't think that's a very good situation for the Raiders. Um, and then Tampa Bay's defense has held opponents to 20 points or less in four of their last five games. So Vegas question marks on the offensive side of the ball, the COVID thing, all that, and then you're facing arguably probably one of the best defenses in the NFL. Just spells um, a blowout to me. I, I like to get a lot under that you, you have the number one rated defense in Tampa Bay, even though they're in the NFC. So they're probably like really number 13, I would guess. Um, and without an offensive line, I, I don't even know how. To me, you just stay away from games like that because you just don't know what you're going to get. You would think that without an offensive line, it would move more than just one point, but it only moves one point. If they're going to be playing with practice squad players. That kind of scares me there too, the fact that it only moves one point. So I'm just going to lean Tampa Bay. I'm not going to bet them. Yeah, it's going to move a lot more, once, depending on your book. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens here. If you think it's going to move a lot more, then you probably should jump all over the Tampa Bay right now. It's off the board for me right now. I was checking on nine. I'll give you a little quick, real, real quick rundown for people on the podcast. I just booted Panther from the studio, so it's going to force him to come back in and reconnect, and I'm hoping that'll reconnect his mic. <sighs> I don't, I'd like a, a large French fry with that, Panther. Um, I'm going to lean. I'm going to lean uh, the Vegas here. Here we go. Yeah, hey, just just a lean for me on Las Vegas. Uh, max the total in this one if you have it which you probably don't is uh 52 we'll say i got it going over i do i have um man do i have vegas winning this one i, I can wow. see it's, pl it's plausible i have them winning i just i i totally missed this before i thought it was the opposite i have vegas winning this one 30 to 28 i have them winning by two add that all up that's an over could be a Derek Carr weekend. Uh, he's going to have to throw the ball because I don't think they're going to be too great at running the ball. But um, that defense gives up points. Tampa Bay can score. I think the Raiders will score, just not so much on the ground. But, yeah, I'm, I like the over here as well. I think the Raiders could have a struggle to score if they don't have an offensive line. That, that, that defensive line is pretty dominant for Tampa Bay. 
I'm going to just slightly, ever so slightly lean over. But my rule of thumb is when you have these big question marks, just avoid it. Yeah, no, it, it, I'm going to lean the under here. I'm going to I'm definitely going to reassess when the line gets reposted and see. But uh, for right now, as it sits with all things being equal, which they're not, I'm going to lean the under. And even if I get my NFL picks wrong, Max, you can see that I have a little bit of value as maybe a producer here. <laughs> Good job. All right. So we have got Pittsburgh and Tennessee. Uh, the Steelers opened up minus one and a half. It is now Tennessee minus one and a half. Uh, here's a battle of two unbeaten teams, possibly a preview of an important playoff matchup down the road. Steelers, they had to deal with that early bye week that Big Ben was pouty all about. But, I mean, they've looked like a really complete team. And uh, Big Ben does seem to be back to form. That form is round, but still, he is back to form. <laughs> and uh, he's got this team winning. Uh, you know, the, the, the drop-off at QB on this team is so significant, uh, which I think at some point they're going to have to deal with. I don't know if Ben's going to get through a whole whole season completely healthy. And we saw what happened last year when he was not healthy. But he is healthy this week and uh, playing a Titans defense that you know is good but not great. They've been playing excellent football, though, and I, I've said it before. I think Mike Vrabel is one of my favorite coaches in the league right now. I do think that Pittsburgh's defense is going to step up, slow down Derrick Henry. He's just been off to just an ins- he he seems like he's playing for a contract, but didn't he just get a contract? It's just it's ridiculous. He seems like a player that's trying to get a contract. Maybe he'll try to hold out and get even more money because dude's playing awesome right now. But I do think the Steelers can slow him down a bit. Uh, my numbers do say to take Pittsburgh here. But all of the money, all of the money is on the Titans here. And that's enough to scare me into only leaning Pittsburgh. Uh, that kind of scares me because I'm the, the, the stats and the facts just don't add up. Um, Tennessee's defense is giving up 422 yards a game, almost 300 of that in the air. And Ben Roethlisberger comes in with his new favorite toy, Chase Claypool. Um, who defenders are having a hard time matching up. He's, he's so big and strong. He gets those uh, corner fade routes, and um, he, he just catches the ball, and you can't really do much about it. Ten- you go through a Tennessee schedule. I mean, their games are all close. They beat Minnesota by one. They beat Jacksonville by three. They beat Denver by two. They went into overtime last week against Houston. Um, this, this is a team that keeps all their games close. And it's really been more of an indictment on their defense as their defense has given up over 30 points in three of their last four games. Uh, I like Pittsburgh. I think they are the most complete team on both sides of the ball, probably the second best defense behind uh, Tampa Bay. It's going to be interesting to watch Derrick Henry go against that run defense. that gives up 66 rush yards per game. Uh, so a little battle there, but um, on the road, I'm, I'm, Probably the second time I'm just going to money line a road dog. Give me those Pittsburgh Steelers on a money line. Uh, some competition for the Godfather today. It looks like it. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you going to do, Sonny? I, I, I'm just going to tip. I'm going to tip my cap to him. I, I'm going to. I'm. I'm just going to lean Pittsburgh here. I think this is going to be like an old-fashioned kind of real hard-hitting football game. You could see some flags for, you know, these hits that used to be legal that now are illegal that are still should be legal. Uh, I'm going to lean Pittsburgh. I think game. Yeah, I'm going to lean Tennessee here in this one. It's really, really close, and I, 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 I can't fault anybody for taking any side because it's so goddamn close. I'm going to lean the second best offense in the NFL according to Rich, and I'm going to you know side with Tennessee. Total in this one opened er, opened at fifty two and a half. It's fifty and a half now, pretty much everywhere. Don't understand why it's it's trending downwards. In fact, now I got to look at like the the money Uh-oh. on that to see, see see what's happening there because I have this going way over. Uh-oh. Like I, I have this score. Uh, I've got Pittsburgh winning this game by three, uh, 32 to 29. So I have this going way over than that. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at where the money's coming in on, on this total here. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, single digit money on the over. Oh shit. It's, it's everyone is pounding the under. And, and, and so um, I guess that's an underplay, but my, my metrics say way over. 
Um, I'm Patrick say way over too. If you look at Tennessee's um, three of their last four games have gone over that number, but I think what it comes down to is the Steelers defense. Um, four of their last five games have not gone over that number. The only one that did was that Eagles game. So um, maybe they're thinking the Steelers defense is going to slow down that Titans offense a little bit. I'm not so sure. I, I'm a believer in that Titan offense. I think this is a shootout, so I'm going to lean the over. I have it's 26 to 26. It's 52, which is what the original number Vegas had. So mm-hmm. I have a slight over. Not enough to uh, to bet it, though. Wow. I'm closer to 49 on this one, so I'm taking the under. I like that, though. Yeah. Single digits on the over. I like Single it. Digit. It's crazy. Uh, well, and, and the public's on the, uh, on, on the, uh, the uh, over. Oh, well, yeah. good job, guys. Good job, all of you. <laughs> Jacksonville and the Chargers. Last game. Chargers opened up minus 10. They're minus 7.5 now, maybe even 7. Both teams have one win. And <laughs> we know that records matter. But if you take a closer look, the Chargers are the way better team. I think they've been in pretty much every single one of their games in their four losses, uh, Justin Herbert's just looked really good in, in pretty much every single one. And they've kept it within a touchdown. I think they went into overtime twice in their four losses. So this is a team that is almost like the opposite of the Seahawks. I feel like the, the Chargers have been on the bad end of the luck factor in a lot of these games. And I think that's going to change this week. They're playing the worst defense in the league. And it's hard for me to even get those words out of my mouth considering the Jacksonville Jaguars just a few years ago, were an elite top-of-the-league defense. They are a laughing stock out there now. I do like some of the pieces on Jacksonville's offense, so I don't think they get completely blown out here, but expect some big numbers from Herbert. Expect a win from the Chargers. That said, I think it's it's still a little bit too too rich for my blood. I will lean Jacksonville here, but I mean, I'm, I'm in advance, I want to congratulate uh, Justin Herbert on his first <laughs> win of the season. <laughs> oh man yeah it, it, it's hard to say that the jags are the worst defense when you got teams like the seahawks and the cowboys and the falcons out there just absolutely playing second grade flag football defense but you look at these scores uh detroit whacked them by almost 20 houston got them by 16 cincinnati got them by eight miami beat them 30 they've given up 34 30 33 31 33 in their last five games they are giving up points in just droves chargers are going to have a heyday justin herbert's going to feel great about himself uh, when this is over so i don't think it's too many points Uh, i'm going to bet those chargers he should feel great about himself anyway the way he's played he's played lights out uh, probably a lot better than a lot of people thought he would play otherwise he might have got drafted a little bit earlier i think what you have here is you have two you have a, a decent offense in the Chargers against a really bad defense from Jacksonville. And you have an average offense from Jacksonville but can't run the ball against a, an average defense uh, in, in, in a really bad pass defense in the Chargers. Both teams are going to go score points. I have the Chargers winning by seven, so that hook scares me. I'm just going to lean the Chargers. Mm. I'm going to lean Jacksonville with those points. If it was 10, I actually, this would be a real soul searching moment. I'd probably be betting Jacksonville. Yeah, you're right, though. Jacksonville's defense is pretty poor. One of the worst in the AFC, which puts them right in the middle of the pack in the NFC. Oh, fuck you. With the Cowboys. <laughs> They'd be right there with the Cowboys. Oh, they're way better than the Cowboys. I can't stress enough how bad the Cowboys, orders of magnitude, worse than any defense in the NFL. It's just abysmal. All right, but yeah, just a lean for me on Jacksonville. The total in this one is 49. I, I, like, I, I, I had to check my spreadsheet for numerous errors on this one. <laughs> like, I, I, I really I plugged in numbers multiple times on this one for the over-under. I could not believe what my spreadsheet told me. I have this going way under, and I couldn't believe it. I, I, I was expecting that the Chargers would just put up a ton of points. Uh, but I don't. I only have the Chargers winning by three points here, uh, to 23 to 20. So that is way under here. I, 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 I Again, I maybe spreadsheets make mistakes. Maybe I poured over the formulas numerous times, but way under. Yeah, your spreadsheet's lying to you, man. Um, the Chargers have put up 58 points in their last 
two games. They're coming off a bye, so they're rested. They're prepared for this Jacksonville team. They're at home. Uh, as I mentioned, Jacksonville's giving up 30 points per game, not on average, just consistently giving up 30 points per game. The problem on the over here is whether or not Jacksonville can do enough to score because they're their best output in their last four games has been 25. So kind of need to get the over, need them to get to that low to mid twenties. I think they can probably do it, but chargers might put up high thirties in my book. So I I like the over by a lot. I uh, told you I was afraid of the hook. I have the chargers winning 27 to 20. It puts them at 47 and just ever so slightly under. So I'm going to lean the under here. And I, I do trust my Excel sheet. Yeah, I've got the under here too. Not quite as extreme as Max. Uh, I've got only a five-point cushion, so <laughs> I'm going the under as well. Rich, did you bet that one? I haven't been tracking. I don't think you bet any of the totals this week. No, I bet a couple of the totals this week. Bet uh, New Orleans over. Let's see who did I, who did I bet on the over? I bet the, the New Orleans over is a bet for me, and then I bet the Cowboys over because I have that over. one just just blowing by 45 so okay this might be a case where uh you know my excel sheet lied to me could be could be mm-hmm. all right but we didn't lie to you in any of these picks max uh, every single game every single spread every single total but that's it that is it support degeneracy by buying our t-shirts buying our hats head over to absolutedegeneracy.com go to the dgen shop and you can make those purchases there make sure to download the dgens app for android or ios let us know what you think about our picture picks anyone's picks you can listen to us on that app or on stitcher spotify apple pod amazon podcast google pod podcast that tune in Podtail, and iHeartRadio. no matter where you listen to that please highest rating comment subscribe download and listen to every single episode of rich final words you know before you and your friends head to the book hopefully that's uh mybookie.ag where you can get your thousand dollar bonus for signing up with uh through absolute degen with your code word tell your friends about us before they go over there and make their bets on facebook on twitter on instagram you know anybody you see that's making a bet just let them know hey these guys know what they're talking about friends do not let friends bet without the four of us panther we don't get to go home until you take us home so take us home Oh, my God. You know, the, the Sunday is like the most active day. Um, you got to get on the app. You got to get on the website and talk to us. I get messages, comments, um, likes on my posts. Uh, you know, it's just so much interaction Saturdays and Sundays with all this football. So get on there. Tell your friends. Help us grow the community uh, so we can just continue to bring you this excellent gambling advice. But most importantly, Get on there and tell us what you did last week, what you're going to do this week. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.